Today we're going to talk about a myriad of things, but primarily the collapse of COVID work restrictions around the globe. Also, stay with me till the end because I'm going to tell you about my COVID test. The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. On December 22nd, 2021, I recorded a presentation in which I said the following. The establishment virtually everywhere is now at three shots. Some jurisdictions are already at four shots. And not too far down the road, the discussion will be five shots, and then that will become policy and so on. Several weeks ago, I shared with you that Pfizer's CEO had said that a Pfizer vaccine shot would be required once a year. And I told you that that was just an opening gambit, just the original talking point, and that eventually the discussion would get around to, by my estimates, probably a shot every four months, in other words, three times a year. The very next day, December 23rd, 2021, as reported in the DNYUZ News, in arguing for a fourth shot in Israel, Israeli medical experts, quote, point to waning immunity in those 60 and older who are the first to receive the third shot starting in August. In other words, those experts are saying that people who got their third jab in August should get a fourth jab in December, four months later, or three times a year. Prior to any government announcements, I shared with you a while back that governments around the world were going to be reducing their 10-day self-isolation policy in light of how rapidly Omicron is going to sweep through their nations. The UK made that change about a week ago. They went from 10 days to 7 days, and it's predicated, going back to work is predicated on a negative rapid antigen test, which in Europe is more commonly referred to as a lateral flow test. However, there is an interesting thing in the UK. The Isle of Man has a policy now that you can return to work after a negative rapid antigen test without mention of any number of days. So be it one day, two days, three days. You believe you have a SARS-CoV-2 infection. At this point, we're probably talking about Omicron. And then at some point, like I say, a day, two days, three days, you take a rapid antigen test and it comes up negative. You can go back to work. In other words, there's no longer a day count in the Isle of Man. Now, I suspect that this is a pilot project by the UK Health Ministry, and the Isle of Man is a great place to do that. They have a population of 85,000 people, and in the dead of winter, it's fairly isolated, which makes it a great locale in which for the UK Health Ministry to run this experiment. And if it is successful, I imagine you'll see that policy expanded throughout the UK. Several days after I told you the governments around the world would be lowering the 10-day limit, on December 27th, the CDC here in the United States changed theirs from 10 days to 5 days. Let me share some of the things they said in their statement. Quote, given what we currently know about COVID-19 and the Omicron variant, CDC is shortening the recommended time for isolation from 10 days for people with COVID-19 to 5 days if asymptomatic. People whose symptoms are getting better may also leave their homes after five days, so long as their symptoms are improving. And this, 
The change is motivated by science, demonstrating that the majority of SARS-CoV-2 transmission occurs early in the course of illness, generally in the one to two days prior to the onset of symptoms and the two to three days after. Therefore, people who test positive should isolate for five days and, if asymptomatic at that time, they may leave isolation if they can continue to mask for five days to minimize the risk of infections to others. And while everything the CDC just said is true, the incubation period is considerably shorter than any previous SARS-CoV-2 variant, and the length of illness is considerably shorter than any previous SARS-CoV-2 variant, the fact that they're telling you all this isn't why they're changing their policy. They're changing their policy not because of the science, not because of the facts. They're changing their policy because if they don't, every nation that doesn't change those policies will see their economy destroyed. I explained why that is in a previous video, and I'll put the link to that down in the notes. You should note the CDC's guidelines do not include a testing requirement, and that is a silent acknowledgement of the information I shared with you back on December 23rd, in which I said, the expert predictions are that Omicron is going to sweep the planet within, depending on what expert you're talking about, somewhere between six to 10 weeks from now, every single human on the planet will have been exposed to Omicron. And that means that the same thing is going to happen to every single enterprise. Public and private Omicron is going to sweep through them. And under the absurdly ridiculous rapid antigen testing protocols that are being put in place even as we speak, there won't be even a tiny fraction of the number of rapid antigen tests needed in that six to ten week period. For the sake of completeness, I want to add that the CDC did say, quote, for all those exposed, best practice would also include a test for SARS-CoV-2 at day five. Best practice. That essentially means go out and do that if you're really into this stuff. But then <laughs> the CDC said this, if a five-day quarantine is not feasible, it is imperative that an exposed person wear a well-fitting mask at all times when around others for 10 days after exposure. Close quote. Not feasible. Hmm. <laughs> you can clearly see the emphasis here is keeping people at work. And if the alternative is economic ruin, yeah, I'm with them on that. Another thing you should take note of from CDC's statement is that they say it's a five-day self-isolation if you're asymptomatic. Okay, so um, absent some sort of compelled testing, such as a requirement you have to be tested in order to continue working, uh, why would anybody who's asymptomatic seek out a test? And if they don't test, then there clearly won't be any isolation. I imagine... In that construct, the people who are most likely to go get tested, unless it's a job requirement, are those who are still, even at this late date, their companies are willing to pay them for time off if they show up with a positive test result. I've mentioned rapid antigen tests several times today, so I want to quickly touch upon something. I believe that the rapid antigen tests are failing to come up positive in a good number of cases where the person being tested is vaccinated, even though that person is infected with SARS-CoV-2. And we are about to have the opportunity to see if that's true. 
Virtually every single cruise line requires 100% of the passengers, 100% of the crew to be fully vaccinated. Many of these companies require passengers and crew to have a negative rapid antigen test within 24 hours of boarding or they don't get to board. As I'm sitting here recording this, there are 70 cruise ships out on the sea that are having outbreaks presumed to be Omicron. And of course, we know that Omicron spreads very rapidly. And despite rhetoric from the media and from the experts, we know from real-life occurrences such as the Cornell University outbreak that being fully vaccinated, even having a third booster shot, isn't terribly effective from preventing infection by Omicron. So if we have a ship that has, say, 2,000 souls on board, both passengers and crew, And the cruise line reports, out of those 2,000 people, they have 12 or 15 or 18 people who are testing positive for SARS-CoV-2. And if we presume that the ship has Omicron on it, then that would be a very strong indicator that these rapid antigen tests are failing to detect infections in in a good number of cases, not in all cases, of people who have been vaccinated. I want to be very clear for the social media platform censors. I'm not saying that is true. I'm saying that the numbers indicate to me we have that problem. And this current situation where 70 cruise ships that are experiencing outbreaks presumed to be Omicron may provide us with an additional data point to determine if this is true. Because I have prior infection immunity and I'm unvaccinated, because as a physiologist, I understand the strength of prior infection immunity, I told you that as Omicron sweeps the globe, I would keep you informed about me and Omicron. So four days ago, I got a runny nose. That's it. I got a runny nose. And of course, you may be aware, uh, in order of prevalent, there are five main symptoms for infection by Omicron. And number one in prevalence is a runny nose. And I had a runny nose. So I got tested for SARS-CoV-2. A rapid antigen test, which I'm completely comfortable with for a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm not vaccinated, so that thing I said a moment ago about rapid antigen tests and vaccinated persons doesn't come into play here. Then I would never get a PCR test because I don't believe in feeding data to the monster we call a government. Being that I have prior infection immunity and I'm unvaccinated, I was confident that I was not experiencing COVID-19. And yeah, the test came up negative. So apparently, after four years of living in ketosis every single day, 24 hours a day, after almost four years, apparently I got the sniffles. Actually, I presume it's the flu. I don't know if you've heard. The flu is back. (laughs) So I kind of, because it's going around where I live in the small town in which I live. So I'm Pretty sure it's actually the flu, but because I live in ketosis and I go to the gym and do cardio and resistance training about five or six days a week, that the way it has presented itself in my body is the sniffles. But of course, I do believe in never getting anybody else sick if it could possibly be avoided. So yeah, I took several days off from the gym because I don't want anybody else getting it and perhaps having symptoms more robust than the sniffles I had. But I'm pretty sure... I'm going back today. 
If you value this sort of fact-based, straightforward presentation of information, data, and evidence, I would like to encourage you to go to drreality.news, and I'm going to explain why. I don't monetize my videos because I don't want to be beholden to big social media platforms. I don't ask you for things like donations to Patreon. When you support me so I can continue to be here for you, I still want you to win. So when you go to drreality.news and purchase a copy of Body Science or Income Tax Shattering the Mist, you will be the winner big time in that exchange. You will spend a small amount of money, and in return, in supporting me, you will receive a tremendous amount of information and knowledge and value. And in doing so, as you're getting this mind-blowing information that will change your life if you let it, you're also helping make it possible for me to continue to be here for you. Thank you.